Whoa. Changing direction. Second week in the one of a thousand mandate that the Lord has laid on my heart. I've thought a lot about it this week. I prayed a lot about it this week. I'm sure that if you have taken the pledge, and some of you have already, and by the way, I, I gave you permission to take those cards home, pray over it, think about it. And um, so I would invite you to, um, you know, sign in and, and register your name as among the others because the Lord has called us to raise up an army. And, you know, this extends. It's not a cornerstone thing. If you look at the card, we only put our website on there just so people can contact us. So uh, we would invite you to take that card and spread it freely, give people the idea, this is what we're trying to do, this is what we're trying to accomplish. And um, so today's the second, the second of it, you know, uh, second week of the, uh, the push. And I don't know about you, but this week I've had a number of encounters with people where all of a sudden I'm thinking about what we talked about when I said, consider becoming a prophetic voice. Someone grab me the card. I, I forgot to bring the card up, you know. I have mine somewhere. But yeah, right here's one. I just want to read the commitments again. And uh, maybe you have experienced, if you've signed the card up already, maybe you've experienced this uh, like I did. I found myself always already having to remember my commitment that I made last Sunday. Uh, the one of a thousand mandates becoming one of 1,000 prophetic voices in central Pennsylvania. In the course of my day, by God's grace, I will endeavor to regularly return to the scriptures to hear God speaking to me. I will regularly speak words of life, encouragement, comfort, and truth to anyone who needs them. Can I just say that I didn't even make it home last Sunday. I wa I, we walked out of here and I walked uh, the alleyway to go home, and on my way home, before I got to my house, I encountered a young man who I know, who I've been praying for. Uh, he's visited our church already. He's a good young man he, who um, has his whole life in front of him, and I noticed him sitting on the porch, and uh, he's, he's sitting there. Um, last Sunday was kind of mild, and he was sitting on a, a pad on the concrete slab, and he had shorts on, and I could see that he's missing a leg. And I walked up to him, and I said, forgive me, but have you always worn a prosthetic device? And I didn't know it. And he said, no, no, this, this is new. He said, um, three, three weeks ago, he had a horrible, horrible accident, and he lost his leg. Now, I'm talking about a young man. He's under 40. He's between 30 and 40, you know. And um, he's learning to do life differently. We exchanged information, and I promised him that if he called me day or night, I would help him in any way I could. His parents are local. He has a support system, and people are working with him. But I, I, I just stood there for a moment. I said, I've got to be honest. This is hard to take in. And he said, tell me about it. I, you know, I've been living with it for three months, and I still can't believe it, you know. This is the opportunity to speak words of life, encouragement, and comfort, 
and truth. Please, miss, don't misunderstand. This is where it's not becoming positive and saying, you'll get over this, you know. <laughs> that would be horrible. That's not, that's not producing life. Speak words of life and encouragement, comfort, and truth to anyone who needs them. Speak words that release grace to anyone hearing me. Can I tell you, I, I stopped for a moment to grab a little bite to eat at the farmer's market here in Lemoyne, and I'm, I'm sitting there, and this lady comes around, and um, she's probably in my age bracket, a little younger, something like that, you know, and, and um, she's attending to all the plants. And I'm watching her, and she knows I'm watching her, and then I had to move so she could continue, you know, and, and she was watering and pruning and all these plants. And, and then she just began to say, you know, I don't understand why people are so cruel to plants at a public place. You know, like I, I have had beautiful plants here and people have let their children and others uh, destroy them, you know. Sorry, this thing's bugging me. And um, <clears throat> she said, I, you know, this is my daughter's farmer's market. And I just take care of the plants. And Jesus and I had an opportunity to just change her day by speaking some words of life. It, it was so little. It took so little for me to just take a moment. And I was not in all, I was not tuned into this at all, except I had never seen anyone taking care of the plants. In fact, I don't think I even noticed the plants before until I saw someone taking care of them. You know, in the kingdom, there has to be a place for those who water. Some plant, some sow, others water. God gives the increase. There has to be a place where people uh, can water and bring life and encouragement. And so I just found myself in this position where as she was watering the plants, I was watering her. As I thought about it later, I thought, I could have done much better. I could have. I could have spent more time. I was pressed for time. I could have taken a minute. How many of you know that if you take a minute, it might cost you something, but you could change the course of someone's life with just a well-placed word? All right. For some reason, this thing's falling off, so I'm going to just have to do one thing here real quick. I can't believe that my ear has shrunk. <laughs> Nothing else is, you know. Okay. Speak words of life that release grace to the hearer. Speak words by the Spirit and positively change the spiritual climate in my family, in my city. Refrain from speaking words that are divisive or demeaning. I met two men, one of them a pastor this week, and both of them are about ready to check out of their, their denomination. So frustrated, so angry, so upset. The direction, watered down gospel and permissiveness and compromise embraced. Sad, really sad. People need a word of life. You know, the thing is that that denomination doesn't change the kingdom of God. It doesn't change who he is. 
It doesn't change his lordship. It doesn't change his view or attitude towards us. So, you know, words of life. So I, I want to give you a scripture this week, and it's just like one, and I'll be done, and then I'll ask you to please fill out the card. Um, it's, this is found in James. I, I'm drawn to James. I don't know why. All of a sudden, I'm just drawn to James again. And he says, so then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. Real easy, swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. The very next verse says, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. For the life of me, I don't know why I don't understand that better. It's really simple, very simple. Listen. Be quick to listen. Be slow to speak. And when you do, make sure that those are words that bring life. Anyone confused by that? That's why I like James. He's just in your face. He gets in your closet. He messes with your business. Let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Amen? All right. So I'm going to, we didn't do this. I forgot to do this before. There were so many things going on, I forgot to do this. So, um, Bandama, would you go back to the back and get the basket of cards? And if you would just walk around, and if anyone wants a card, just raise your hand. Bandama will bring you a card. The basket is right there on that little table. Ah, yes, right there. Yes. Raise your hand if you, want, if you need a card. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, could I ask one more time? Yes. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure if I missed what you said because I was focusing on something else. Yeah. I don't think I understand, besides those three things, yeah. what this is actually going to look like. Does it, are you saying that we are coming to a group? No. Yeah. What, but if you could just clarify, like, right. what does it mean if we sign this? I mean, obviously, I can mm-hmm. sign Right. What does that look like for us besides those three things? Yeah, and, and at the very simple, shallow end of it all, it, it's really encouraging us to do what we should already be doing, isn't it? You know? Okay. Yeah. It's not like a group. No. It's not a meeting. No. It's not. I just want you to clarify for all yeah. of us so that we know what yeah. we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to put you all in a database, and we'll be able to text you, but, but all we're going to try to do is encourage people in this journey, which I think is about two years. I think it's about a two-year journey, and I'm thinking that behind the scenes, in, in spite of everything else that we're doing and all that we're a part of, that just as we go through life, that we're not going to get sucked into all the negative speaking and all of the criticism and divisiveness that has been uh, pervasive in the, in, in the world for a while. We're just going to actually speak as people who speak in the name of God. You so know? we're just committing to be yeah. intentional about the things that we yes. have already been told. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, and a part of it is deliberately vague, and I mentioned this last week because I don't know where it's going. I don't have, you know, like I'm stepping into the shadow just in obedience, you know. So I, I will tell you this, that at this point, like anyone with two functioning brain cells would say, at the start that we have right now, like, wow, you've got a big job. You know what? I don't have a big job. I'm supposed to announce this God's supposed to move on our hearts. We're supposed to respond to him, and, and uh, we'll see where he takes us with that then. But it, it, um, I think the hardest thing is going to be getting beyond Cornerstone. So, again, you can take cards with you and talk to people as you go through life and, and encourage them to sign up as, as well. We just need to try to bring those cards in weekly. And the basket that Bandama had, um, that's a place where you can just put the cards you filled out Tear off the piece. Tear off the piece. I, I, I took yours. Tear off the um, small tear off piece, and you have a uh, bookmarker and a reminder. It's wallet size. It slides right in your wallet. Okay. Anyone else have a question? Yeah, I do. I've got plenty more, but you know, let's let's get started. Let's just get started and see where it takes us. You know. I think one of the things that I'm um, praying about here in all of this is that we create a silent revolution of sorts, you know, that, that, you know, it's not like you're driving down the road and you see a billboard and it's like calling you to the one of a thousand meeting, you know, or something like that, you know, I, I think it's just a silent revolution that, that begins to happen and pick up steam. Because the promise God gave to me, and this is how multiplication works, and this I don't understand, is that when we raise those thousand, those thousand will leverage another 7,000 people. And um, so that, that's an even bigger number, you know. And uh, so, yeah. This is what happens when your, your pastor is prophetic and just trying to listen to the Lord, you know. And, okay. God bless you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I feel like I need to just say this one last thing because I don't know about you, but I always hated tests, you know, and, and, and the only thing worse than a test is a report card. But I think that we can say by now that the report card is in and the church did not navigate um, all of the fallout from COVID and the political thing and racism and we're just as divided as ever before and that division is even creeping into the church and, and uh, if there's one thing that we should be certain of is that in Christ there's neither male nor female there's neither bond nor slave there's no rich or poor there's no black or white there's we go to the cross and we lay everything down that was of ourself and we pick up the Lord and take him in or he picks us up and puts himself in us and we become the people of God. Otherwise, if, if it's not spirit-infused like that, then, then it's just an organization and organizations are always going to be, uh, um, you know, leaning one way or the other, you know. It's just always a group. Anytime you get a group of people together, there's going to be opinions, all kinds of opinions. You know, 
You know how it goes. Everybody has an opinion, right? All right. I praise the Lord. Father, I thank you so much that you are alive and active in the world today and you're speaking to us and you're drawing us. You're perfecting a bride and you're calling people forth. And I feel like that we are so unprepared for another wave or another trial or another test. But I believe you're getting us ready. I believe you are mustering an army.